4: A Take It or Break It Round Ball Rock Crossover Starring Dave Schilling Myers Leonard JJ Hickson Corbin A. Smith Jamal McGlore LeRoy Ellis Joey Devine Joel Billa! Sam Bowie, John Keane, musical guest she and him, and now the permanent host of Take It or Break It, he's not temporary, it's his own podcast, live from a heavy blanket, it's Corbin A. Smith! and welcome
2: to Take It or Break at the Sports Taste Game Talk Show, your dreams and your nightmares. It's not a game show today. I don't, uh, I didn't, uh, I have to write scripts for that and I didn't want to do that. I had to go get a new iPad this morning because I, uh, dropped mine and, uh, cracked the screen. And, uh, yeah, no good. Uh, but anyway, go, I went in at 10 this morning. I got breakfast over at, a uh, Broder. You guys hear of this Broder before?
1: No, what is that? Never.
2: It's like a, a Swedish breakfast restaurant. Like so lots a, of
1: pancakes. Yeah, that's what. I was...
2: Yeah, say. well, they. I'm sorry, Danish. It's actually a lot Danish. Of Danishes. No, there aren't Danishes, but they make Danish pancakes there, which are uh, pancakes you cook in a little orb thing, so you like eat them with your hands. They're good.
1: So it's like a donut.
2: Yeah, it's sort of like, yeah, it's sort of like if you cooked a donut, if you cooked a non-yeast donut in a, uh, it, in a pan instead of deep frying it.
5: Hmm.
2: But it's, it's also a little denser than a, than a non-cake donut. And, uh, yeah, we got, we, you know, you got walnut toast. Uh, oh, they have a, uh, they, what they do, they take a grapefruit, they put brown sugar on it and they stick it under a broiler. They do things of that nature. Uh, Good breakfast over at Broder Nord today. Sounds like a lot of sweet breakfast options. Oh, I they also have eggs. I I hope you don't mind me saying this, JD. Yeah, I'm a sweet boy. Oh, I would have pegged you as a sweet boy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, No, I'm definitely yeah. I'm definitely a sweets boy. I wish I was. I like I I. But uh, yeah, you say uh, hey Corbin, you wanna. God, what's the best savory food? Pizza. Well, uh, I, I do <laughs> I like know. pizza a lot, but like I, I mean, I don't eat steak for other reasons. But you say, Corbin, you want the world's best steak or the world's best cake? I'm taking cake every time, baby.
0: I mean, that's defensible. It's weird when you're in a uh, a mixed mixed relationship like that.
2: A uh, a vegetarian, non-vegetarian relationship?
0: I just meant sweet and savory.
2: Oh, okay. Sorry.
0: Yeah. My, uh, my lady friend is very uh, into, like, cooking and sweets. And I'm just, like, very much a savory person.
5: Mm-hmm. So yeah.
0: often what happens is she'll, like, make a cake. And uh, we end <laughs> up with a lot of leftover cake.
2: Because you do because you just refuse to eat it.
0: It's not that like I even like refuse to eat. There's just like a limit to how much cake I'm gonna eat. There
2: is. It just feels no so sleepy. No after limit. it. There's no limit to the amount of cake I can eat.
0: No. Um, yeah. If left to my own the...
2: devices, I will eat cakes.
0: There's a there's an amazing like, uh, Rodney Dangerfield story from uh, when he was like really coked out
5: mm-hmm.
0: about how he like. Went home from a comedy club and he'd just been like doing coke and drinking all night, and uh, he just started. There was like almost a whole cake on the table that his wife left for him, and he just started just housing the cake. <laughs> and then like halfway through, he realized it was full of ants. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if his. I don't think his wife had like tricked him. I think the cake had just been out a little bit. But Ron, he's like, oh, I don't realize
4: things were getting out of control. I took too much cocaine.
2: And I dance! <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm here with uh, the uh, hosts of Roundball Rock. Hi. The temporary hosts of Roundball Rock. Ah, you guys are
1: the real hosts. I'm tired of Sean's permanent, I'm
0: temporary.
2: Oh, I'm yeah, sorry, Joey's, I forgot. Joey's
0: provisional. Um, uh, we're still figuring out. 157 episodes in.
2: No. Still sorting?
0: We'll see. Um, yeah. yeah.
2: We jo- kind of had a,
0: a bit of a fast break breakfast intro there though.
2: Oh, yeah, Oh, yeah, yes we did talk. What did you guys Although have for I'm,
0: breakfast? I'm guessing Joey had nothing. I had nothing for breakfast.
1: I oh, I had a I drank a yellow Red Bull.
2: Why well, why aren't you guys eaten today? It's the most important meal of the day. What the fuck, guys? What's going on? I don't particular I well, I don't
1: like breakfast foods really.
2: I don't really
1: like sweets and I don't really like eggs that much.
2: Um, I mean, what about, like, a protein bar, though? I mean, like, like, I, that, like that's not what I'm concerned about, Joey. What I'm concerned you're... about is that you're not eating breakfast.
1: I mean, I'm not big on eating right when I wake up.
2: Okay. Keen, what do you got? Uh,
0: I, was, uh, I was running a little late this morning, and I went straight to uh, the kid's house. And uh, I have prepared a lot of food today. But I didn't actually have any food until like. Well, you're not
2: you're ago. not allowed to because you're the you're the child servant, right? I
0: am. I made I made a mustard sandwich, which is her current favorite.
2: Oh, is that just a sandwich with mustard on it?
0: Uh, I insisted on putting some cheese on it, but Protein. she would just yeah. eat mustard and bread if if allowed.
2: Hmm. Well, there's something I...
0: wrong with a mustard sandwich, just
2: and that nutritional value. Not a ton, no. It's just it's just bread and I guess yeah. vinegar is good for you. Yeah, maybe. No, it vinegar's good for you, right? I, yeah, I, I think maybe. I don't really
1: know. Yeah, no. People drink like apple cider vinegar and claim that's like a health thing.
2: Yeah, but even I mean, but that's probably a scam. But it's also just like good for you, or, or, you know. It's got vitamins or something. Antioxidants, those are real, mm-hmm. right?
0: Uh, I think sure. they're not real. Oh. I
2: think people were wrong about that. Oh, the the, the antioxidants aren't real. Hmm. Well, hard day for Corbin. Anyway, so I'm here with Joey Devine. Hi. And uh, Sean hi, Corbin. And Sean Keane, both from Roundball Rock, uh, and other stuff. Uh, can't think of mainly
1: Roundball
0: Rock. Yeah, though. mainly
2: Roundball Rock. That's probably the yeah. thing that you're looking to promote, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. You know. uh, I don't. Yeah, I have a weekly stand-up show in Los Angeles, but it's kind of specific to Los Angeles. And you know what? You know I, what?
2: Even say,
4: maybe
0: the East Side of Los let's Angeles.
2: Pro- promote it. Just, let's hear it. What's what's it called?
0: It's called the Business. Yeah. It's every Monday night at Little Joy Bar, which is near Dodger Stadium on Sunset Boulevard in Echo Park.
2: Sports connection.
0: Uh, Good to hear. We had a we we had that a show with the same name in San Francisco for about five years, and uh, it won a couple Best in SF awards. And uh, you know that impresses people in Los Angeles and Hollywood. Yeah, they definitely local uh, yeah local free weekly uh, commendations.
2: They definitely don't uh, turn their nose up at uh, something like that, right?
0: Yeah. Um, anyway, we're here every month we're there every Monday. This Monday, we did not have a show because they were replacing all the pipes in the bar. Mm. Um, but we'll be back this Monday.
2: Speaking of pipes, J.R. Smith mm-hmm. got the Supreme logo tattooed to his leg. I didn't want to talk about it. It just the transition was so good. How could you not take it?
0: Yeah, he also he also agreed to. Um, pay that guy whose phone he stole Uh
5: uh-huh
0: i mean in a very awesome move the guy was trying to film him and i think jr just took the phone out of his hand and like threw it into a construction site or something Uh uh-huh anyway he's paying that guy 600 bucks
2: yeah uh you know you know what say what you will about wealth and the privileges it gives you but if that was the only thing that rich people wanted to do with the amount of money they had i think i'd be okay with rich people you know what i mean
0: yeah and like for someone to destroy your phone and then you get 600 dollars, but like four or five months later uh that's a win for jr smith
2: (laughs) oh you're you're you think inflation ate away at the full cost of the phone
0: yeah i mean it's like really inconvenient for that guy he was punished for yeah and also don't just film jr smith in public come on man
1: yeah um we're, we're forgetting to talk about the best part about that J.R. Smith story, though, which was his quote yesterday about talking to the NBA. They asked oh, yeah, him, have yeah, you yeah. talked to the oh, there's, NBA there's, 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 about, have you talked to the league about your Supreme Tattoo yet? And he said, no, I don't talk to the police.
2: <laughs> Did you guys see this quote from uh, Anthony Simons?
1: Uh, the one about water being wet? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think he's right. I I gotta tell you, man. I also think he's right, Keen. You know what we're talking about?
0: Hey, can you read the quote just for maybe some of the listeners? Yeah, of too? course.
2: Uh, let me uh, let me pull up Trillblazing here. They uh, they. Oh, I,
0: I got it. If you want. Uh,
2: w- w- here here is what Anthony said. Water is not wet. Whatever water gets on is wet.
0: So he's saying that the inherent property of water is not wetness it only becomes wet when coming into contact, contact with non-water. Yeah. Um. I guess I kind of get that. Do you agree? <laughs> I mean, I don't because he's just being obnoxious, but well, I, I whoa, do. Whoa, hey,
2: come on. Whoa, what's uh, he's being obnoxious
0: he's not being obnoxious, he's being like silly, he's being fun sorry, I don't mean obnoxious, he's being um cause it's not even trolling he's being um well now I can't think of the word uh, he's being like almost like a little bit pedantic about this, oh okay because it's, it's like essentially he's answering a philosophical argument because he's like the inherent property of water isn't wetness; it's waterness, basically. Um, but I mean, that's like saying fire isn't hot.
2: Well, you could say that water right? is fluid. But that I mean, but it... that's not. Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: water is wet, though. I mean, that's come on.
2: No, it gets things wet. I I think I'm with him. I think I agree that water is, in and of itself, probably not wet.
0: I mean scientists are like well yeah it only has to I mean but but like what are we talking about about something being wet if we're not talking about what it does when it's in contact like that's what wet means you know what I mean like like I understand he's saying the inherent property of water only becomes wet when it comes into contact with something else but like that's what we mean by saying something's wet because otherwise what does wet mean?
2: It's a, something that has water on it Pardon me. Something that has liquid water or something that has liquid on it. That's what I think it means.
0: I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's definitely the preseason. I would say that this (laughs) quote is a good example of why I'm not watching any basketball until the regular season starts. (laughs) Okay. Yeah.
2: That makes a lot of sense.
0: Uh, How bored is everyone right now?
2: Oh, pretty bored. Pretty bored. Yeah. Uh, You know, paying light attention to baseball levels of board.
0: Yeah, I mean that—that's the thing. Like, I made it almost, almost seven innings through a baseball game last night. So that means
2: uh, it's time for I'm, the NBA I'm to start.
0: Depressed. Yeah. yeah, I need to. I need to go back to the doctor.
2: Uh, I. Uh, you guys are A's fans, right? Is that real? Did I make that I up? I am. Sean's
0: a Giants yeah. fan. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I've just. I am primarily a Giants fan. I think there's a. Oakland San Francisco dynamic in place here where uh, because I because I do have a preference for the Giants, A's fans are always like, what the hell? You're a Giants fan. And it's like, well, I've I've gone to over 100 A's games in my life. Like like there were stretches where I would go to like 15 games a season. I think I think that's enough.
2: I've always been (laughs) under the impression that Giants fans and A's fans are cool with each other.
1: Uh, that is incorrect. Giants fans are cool with A's fans, but A's fans are not cool with Giants fans. You know,
2: that actually, that reads, that makes a lot of sense, I think.
1: Yeah. It's a very, like, little brother dynamic. Yeah, and it's, it's
0: like, it's just because the Giants are uh, definitely a, like, kind of richer and certainly dorkier team. But also, like, the hipster nature of the A's... Uh, is all, like I always think of them in my head as like kind of like a pitchfork music hipster undiscovered band thing but it also definitely uh veers into like gutter punk in a lot of ways too just you know cause like the stadium will explode with sewage and stuff like that or like you know you have, yeah. to, you have to pay for your own soda in the, the place uh but also, they have they this got kind free like... so
2: they got free soda in the Giants Stadium. No, uh, the the players well, the had players players play. Play. oh oh yeah yeah, yeah. oh yes I remember now. Soda. Yeah yeah yeah.
0: yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, going to a Giants is, uh, you know, going to an A's game. Aside from the tickets, not particularly cheaper though. Like all the concessions are still just as expensive.
2: Uh, yeah, but who doesn't sneak food into a baseball game, man? Exactly.
1: Well, in the A's, you don't even have to sneak food in; they let you in with food. That's part of how they try and get people to go there. Wait, now. really? They just let yeah. you. <laughs> you can bring whatever you want in. You don't.
0: You don't get stuff for food in San Francisco either, though. It's only like booze they check for. Uh,
2: you know, do you guys know I worked for a sports team for a while checking yes, tickets? yeah, yeah, yeah. Timbers. Yeah, I worked for the Timbers, and that's
0: uh, well, and Kesha's team.
2: Is, Ke- is Kesha into the Timbers?
1: Is that who does that song? It is who does that song. Oh! Pitbull and Kesha. Yeah. Pardon
2: me. Uh, it's going down, I'm yelling timber.
1: That song always reminds me of casinos.
2: It reminds That's me... That's like
1: some straight-up casino music.
2: It reminds me of A Year in the Playoffs. <laughs> they, oh, yeah. Because yeah. they re-recorded it with Pitbull, I believe, saying, Playoffs. Playoffs. Yeah.
0: He's such a professional. Yeah, I bet he did that only a hundred thousand dollars
2: it's called you know it's called doing it for the good of uh society that's what that's yeah. what Pitbull's all about man
1: yeah Pitbull's cool <laughs>
2: <laughs> Pitbull eats ass I'll tell you that for free well, right now oh yeah
1: 100% uh, not even a question
2: yeah um uh, god damn it what was I thinking about a second ago being a ticket taker for the timbers. Oh yeah, we we were really aggressive about don't bring food in here.
1: Yeah. At an A's Game you can bring in full unopened cans of stuff. But <laughs> you can bring in cans? Yeah. Actually I thought I thought you weren't allowed to bring in like projectiles to any... You can't bring place, in or... booze, but you can bring in like cans full cans of soda and shit. They they let what? you bring in a cooler.
2: Can you bring in beer but you Cover up the logo.
1: Well, well, I mean, you can do that at any
0: baseball game. And write
2: Pepsi Pepsi on it to try to trick everybody.
0: I somehow got a bottle of Southern Comfort into a Giants game once without particularly concealing it. I think because I just acted
2: bumbling. Man, I I really think, I'm starting to think maybe the baseball people don't care quite as much. Or maybe Um, everybody else just didn't care quite as much. Like, I would always be like, please don't bring food in here. I have one job. I 100%
1: saw a guy a friend of mine in fact, he walked into a baseball game where he had four, he was wearing shorts, that's important here he was wearing shorts, and he'd put beers in his socks, and you could definitely see them, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, and he just walked in and nobody looked at his socks huh. and he was wearing shorts <laughs>
2: That's just no man. With
0: shorts could smuggle something in. <laughs>
2: That's just fucking lazy. I mean, cargo cargo pockets. It seems like are the ideal conduit for sneaking food into something, right? The I I always thought the most like foolproof
0: way to do it, and this was in my harder drinking years. Um, you just get a twenty ounce soda. You pour out whatever amount of soda and you just replace that with the hard alcohol mixer of your choice and then it looks exactly the same and you can even line up the little plastic cap so it doesn't look like it's been opened and you'll Mm. never get stopped with that i mean as long as you are allowed to bring food in at all
2: you guys think cargo pants are ever going to be acceptable wearing again yes no
1: I think it's, I think the military has claimed them too harsh, <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, like I, the Chris Kyles of the world. You know, you know what I mean.
0: Uh, you're talking about the American sniper, uh, of course. Yeah, yes. yeah.
2: Uh, uh, Please, then, Joey, say his full name: the American Clintus, sniper it's, Chris.
0: Eastwood's uh, favorite <laughs> American. And the uh-huh.
2: American sniper, uh, Chris Kyle.
0: Um, I think fashion's like top down enough that uh, it's going to come down to like. Just some designer decides to do it. And then, like a year later, the like, you know, uh, mass versions, the pro version of the cargo pants trickle down into Target again.
2: And then, and then, and then slobs like myself who like to haul shit around all the time. Yeah, they're
0: useful. There's like, I understand there's a stigma against them and everything, but I'm not. I don't really feel like that's. There based is on there it. is
2: no better piece of clothing for Disneyland than a cargo short.
0: I was like sure. pants that had like a like a like a thigh pocket. I always thought that was like perfect for pens.
2: A Thigh pocket, like in the front? No, like there was a.
0: I mean, it's the cargo pants era. Like the, I'm sure these also these pants also had like a loop for a hammer <laughs> to to be hauled around in.
2: Oh, yeah, a lot of hammer loops. I've had a yeah. lot of hammer loops on jeans, and I I don't I don't wield hammers very often.
0: wondering what... I mean, even the day when I've, like, used a hammer the most, it's still pretty much just going on to a flat surface near the thing I'm working on. Because even I feel like if you were hanging a hammer on the loop of your pants, wouldn't you just be hitting yourself in the leg with the bottom of the hammer constantly? I mean,
1: I think the idea for the the hammer loop is if you're say uh on a ladder or on the side of a building or something you know it's like real construction worker shit yeah
2: you you gotta get up on a you gotta get up on a ladder to be a real construction worker baby
1: yeah (laughs) or you gotta eat and then you put it you put it in the loop when you eat lunch on a girder Mm -hmm. you know yeah (laughs) <laughs> looking
2: over the city, <laughs> fucking love eating lunch on girders. Love it.
1: Yeah, it's so tight, dude. Yeah, What's smoking it? cigarettes on a girder yeah. while having like coffee in one hand and a sandwich and a cigarette, and you're getting paid like twenty five cents a day. So tight.
2: Taking a mm-hmm. taking a taking a date up to the girder, fucking banging the shit out of her.
1: Yeah, because unions don't exist yet, so you can kind of do whatever you want. Yeah, on yeah, any yeah.
2: <laughs> Sometimes you go out there. Another one of the girder guys is there. He also has a date. You guys, you yeah, guys, you mm-hmm. guys do a little four-person stuff, you know.
0: You send like an eight-year-old employee to just get you prophylactics and stuff, because there's no child labor laws.
2: <laughs> prophylactics in the girder days? I don't know. Man. You're right. You're right. You're you're not
0: even pulling out you're just you're just sending her to live in another town. Yeah, life
2: life <laughs> is uh life is uh nothing at the time, you know? It's, uh look, birth control's a real uh, you know. It's real post World War 2 shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like back in the like back in the good old days, you just, you know, you just get somebody pregnant just cuz it's fun.
0: Yeah, you're <laughs> bored.
2: Yeah. Hey, I'm bored. And all that, you know what? You say that. But we are, but we, which is to say, you, you guys are a little older than me, I think, if I recall. But, um, mm-hmm. uh, but, but like people who are around our age, I mean, they are having children later. And I do think at least part of it is that life is just way less boring now than it used to be. Oh, yeah. Like, there's all kinds of shit to do. Whereas back in the day, the only thing you could do was like, Fuck. And then eventually, you know, you'd be right. That's... You
1: can only see rebel and without a cause in the theater so many times. Yeah. And it would be in the theater for like a year.
2: You have to buy records. And when you're done with half of a record, you have to turn the record around.
0: Yeah. And what's entertainment sitting there quietly with your friends and listening to it.
2: Yeah. Compu- can you, th- you know what? Can you fucking imagine living in a world where there are not computer games?
0: I mean, it seems it seems like are you are you play a board game? Is that like, <laughs> I guess. But even Is that then, what but bowling
2: comes yeah, from Yeah, but then like uh like uh, what do you what do you do when there's nobody else there? You know, play, you know, you you can't play most board games on your own. Solitaire, dude. yeah, you, yeah. So, but you're, but come on, people were playing fucking solitaire all the time. It's basically a solved game. I think they were. They're you like you think that people were playing solitaire all the time. I
0: do. Uh, also, reading the Bible that was a fun thing yeah. to do. Memorizing the Bible.
2: You know what? People don't read. Nah, people, I mean, you look, look, uh, look. You were bored, but reading, Jesus Christ, and just. Come
0: on! You look at, you hear about some of the like the old Lincoln era political rallies where, uh, I think before the Gettysburg Address, the guy before him gave a two and a half hour speech, and I was like, that had to be the most boring shit in the world. But then you think like, 1863 was that maybe the most exciting thing that had happened in like the year? Yeah. Like, well,
5: That's listen, to how
0: long he's talking? <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't live in my specific town
2: and or specific house. This is incredible. If you go, like, it's, I think that there's probably a space, though, because if you go back far enough, like, to George Washington times, then uh-huh. you were just living in wilderness shit. Right. And, yeah, and,
1: like, and, you don't have time to be bored because you're exhausted.
0: Yeah, from, time.
2: like, surviving.
1: Yeah, because you went to bed at, like, 3 p.m.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: because... Yeah, had... it's like, well, sun goes down, um... I'm gonna fall asleep so I don't think about how cold and boring it is. <laughs> uh, maybe me and my wife will wake up in the middle of the night and have sex, but then like, it's even... up again at four to fight
1: bears. Like even at like dead in like Deadwood times, you know, when there was more stuff to do. Still, those people were still going to bed at like five p.m.
2: The about... horrors everywhere.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Just, uh,
0: yeah, I mean, there's not there's not really like lights in downtown areas in the West until after the Civil War, really.
2: Professional sports started existing in the 21st century, more or less. Or I'm sorry, the 20th century. 20th. Yeah, my bad. I guess yeah. the, I guess when did ba- baseball is an 1870 ish thing. Yes, but, but like you know, it mostly lines up with when electric lights started existing. They didn't even have sports to talk about. If we were doing this fucking podcast- Yeah, pod... they would
1: talk about- We would be talking about criminals, dude. Yeah, that's we'd a whole be like, We'd be like, oh, did you hear what happened? Like uh, like a state away, Jesse James killed a man.
2: Oh, damn. Well, that happen,
1: like...
0: I don't know, five to six weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> is he going to kill us? <laughs> I don't know, he's got, a, he's got a real lead. He has a gun and I do not- <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else is happening? Well, uh, well, and then, then you know, movies start to exist, and people are just terrified the whole time. And they're oh, like, "Oh, the they, trade's gonna yeah, hit us!" The trade is
2: gonna leap out of the screen and murder them.
0: <laughs> yeah, that guy's gonna
2: fall off that clock. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, like if like okay, like even if we had podcasting, the technology for podcasting back then. And nothing else, I suppose. What the fuck would people talk about?
1: Uh, Wild Bill's Roadshow? That they saw two years ago?
2: Yeah, that's the thing.
4: You see Wild Bill's Bill's (laughs) Roadshow
2: like fucking once. Do
0: you think there would be like a backlash in the podcast industry about Wild Bill in like, I don't know. Annie Oakley wasn't shooting that well. <laughs> and like guys doing abacus analytics and being like, you know, she'd be more efficient. If she was taking more uh, shots at those mid-range targets. I got
2: some pictures that show that uh, when Annie Oakley uh, didn't flinch, she was actually pretty close to that uh, target or whatever.
1: <laughs> wow! Some a uh, troop of actors came to town, and there weren't even any white. I mean, there weren't even any black actors in the troop. <laughs> um, like woke woke Western oh woke, woke people being like <laughs> yeah
0: I can't believe we're not co- we're not confirming this Supreme Court justice who's only committed seven rapes in his life the lowest of any lawyer in the state of Illinois <laughs> oh here's his old journal what's it say uh, looks like he went to went to the Went to church with his friends. Boof And oh, Meatball.
4: church.
2: Oh, people went to church. I guess they would probably talk about church a lot.
0: Yeah, and like the drive to and from church. You are like, ah, oh, I wonder what he's going to
2: preach. Wonder and what's going down in church like, this week.
0: Oh, dude, you, you catch that part of the sermon where he 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 fucking dunked on Satan? That was so tight.
1: I mean, the other thing they'd be doing is making fun of people who have bicycles.
2: Well, we we do that. Oh, yeah. So (laughs) something's never changed. Constant in America. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, it's good to know that some of the old ways have lived.
1: The first Twitter fight I was ever in was about making fun of someone for riding a bicycle. A recumbent bicycle. Oh well. All right.
2: right. If it's a recumbent
1: bicycle. Yeah. I wrote a joke about a recumbent bicycle, and then Recumbent Bicycle Magazine like went at me. I had like fifty followers. And my response was like, glad to see you're not taking this slander laying down. You know, like when you ride your bicycle.
2: <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna looking up. Uh, we're talking about recumbent and tandem rider magazine.
1: Uh, no, it was. It, 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 it might have been some other. Recumbent was it thing. was
2: it bent rider online?
1: oh i don't know what it was uh, uh, the guy was real mad he'd been just searching recumbent bicycles and going at anyone making
2: <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> uh, recumbentcyclistnews.com perhaps Cycl- that might have been it <laughs> uh look i don't want you know speaking as a I'm you know, I'm I'm off the I'm off my saddle lately to be honest with you. I haven't I, uh, I I I I mostly stayed off the bike this summer, but uh speaking as a cyclist, I wanna say that I respect my recumbent brothers, but I but I'm not willing to defend them. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. Anyway, uh GM survey.
1: Hell yeah, dude. Free
2: content, baby. Ow, ow.
1: This is my second favorite survey of the year.
2: What's your what's your favorite survey? The Ele- first elections. is when they ask
1: the rookies. No, when they I ask like the, the rookie, rookie survey. stuff at oh, the yeah, Panini yeah, the the rookie, Panini event.
2: Yeah, the, the rookie survey is a lot of fun. But the GM survey It's wildin' out. Is also a lot of fun. Uh so you guys you guys right you guys ready to break this shit down? Let's do it. Oh yeah, please. Well, you don't need to beg me for uh, Come on, Corbin. <laughs> Can we
4: talk about the GM survey, baby? <laughs> I suck your dick.
2: <laughs> Which team will win the 2019 NBA Finals? Number one is Golden State with 87% of the vote. Number two is Boston, 7%. And number
0: three. 87% is That's Houston. down
2: from last year. It is down from last year. And three is Houston. Who also has seven percent of the vote? Now, I am presuming you can't vote for yourself. Am I? What you, you can't. Think? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to assume that last year, Golden State was the only team that could not vote for themselves, and everyone else just voted for themselves or mm-hmm. v- voted for Golden
1: State. Is that safe to say? You think? I I believe that is probably true.
2: Yeah. Uh, which, uh, 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 but this year, somebody has strayed from the pack. And it said that somebody other than uh, a, a, another team has joined Golden State in saying that somebody else will win the title.
0: So am I? Am I reading this right? As it's two votes, it twenty six votes for the Warriors, two for the Rockets, two for the Celtics.
2: Uh, it's eighty.
0: It's seven and seven and like eighty seven.
2: Oh, I don't know. I actually don't have it in front of me. Yeah, it's uh, Golden State has eighty seven, Boston has seven, Houston has seven.
0: Yeah, so that's four GMs who oh. picked the Rockets or Celtics, and one of them is Bob Myers.
2: So Bob three... Myers for sure picked the Rockets. Why do you think he did? Think Why that's, do you I think, think that's he that's
1: picked right. the Rockets? Um, I mean, because he's like. Bob Myers is like kind of the. I just. Because I think it's like a. Uh, they took us to seven games last year, and I was scared. Like, yeah. Bob Myers is the only one was, with, like, sp- 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 he's sp- 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 the only, he, Bob, <laughs> Bob Myers is, like, basically the only one in the Warriors organization U- who's constantly scared, progress. like, who's, yeah. like, actually gets scared when stuff happens, you know?
2: Alright, I guess that's uh, fair. I also
0: think, I also think that there's probably, um, something to the idea that he would pick the Rockets, but not, like, a team they'd face in the Finals even though i mean it doesn't matter you'd have to play on both but i definitely think he's definitely believes that Houston could beat them much more easily than Boston's going to beat them in the finals
2: uh y- yes i and that's an incredibly reasonable thing to think because uh, it yeah.
0: absolutely could happen this next year <laughs> like, like yeah Boston on the, the other hand totally lose to the Rockets.
2: Boston on the I other hand. I don't say get the fuck out of here.
1: <laughs> the Warriors have weirdly well, I don't want to actually talk basketball, but I will. The Warriors have actually struggled with Boston in the last couple of years. Oh. Like even before they had like good guys, it would be like like Boston broke their like 25 game win streak. They, like, lose to, no, they they lost like, to Boston, like, once a year, like, the last four years. Actually, Boston did not break their streak, but they did. Oh, no, it was Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Who had those hilarious shirts.
2: Yeah. What were their hilarious shirts?
0: They were wearing, like, the Warriors had, like, a 25-game winning streak to start the season, and a bunch of Milwaukee fans made 25-1 and shirts and wore them to the game. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really tight since Milwaukee did beat them. Boy, so it's like yeah, it's honestly
2: game. kind of amazing that they didn't get embarrassed on that.
0: Well, it's like Jason Terry getting the Larry O'Brien trophy tattooed on his body during the 2011
2: season. Yeah, that shit actually ruled. That was good. Was the,
0: that is like, the most... Ab- like, he should make the Hall of Fame for that. <laughs>
2: he, he really should.
0: And, in fact, he just needs to tattoo the Hall of Fame, like, his induction And the Hall of Fame will of be like, yeah, oh, what are we going to do? Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean...
2: <laughs> He's very confident. Uh, he's a very confident young man. Uh, Dark said that, a uh, but him yeah, once. who do you, who do you think run. picked the Celtics? I truly have no fucking idea. Uh,
1: okay. I bet Daryl Morey voted Celtics.
2: Oh, to be like, right. oh, to like be a yeah. bitch about it.
1: Yeah, because he hates the he hates the Warriors more than anything, and he's like friends with all those Celtics guys.
0: Well, he can't pick his own team. He's picking that his team beats the warriors in the conference final. All
2: right, you know, that makes a lot of sense to me. This is his way of voting for himself. is voting for Boston. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That makes yeah,
0: a lot and of sense. Yeah. Voting for that hired him in the past.
2: So it's like they're extra smart. Uh, what uh, who's the who is the virgin who voted for Boston though? Who just uh, likes the fact that they don't have sex?
0: Um... Hmm. It's GMs maybe the Utah guy and he's like props to Gordon Hayward
2: I think he no there's no guess, way he likes Gordon Hayward what is that guy's name it's not Kevin O'Connor right uh, no that's the NBA lead writer for the ringer
1: yeah I is it Dennis Lindsay um I oh don't know
0: um it is Dennis Lindsay oh wow yeah, I'm that good, is, man. Oh, David. Yeah, that's, uh, wow, that's Kevin O'Connor was the previous uh, general manager.
2: <laughs> oh, and now he works so for the was, Ringer.
0: It was Kevin O'Connor. Okay. I don't know what he does now.
2: Uh, well, yeah, podcasts and uh, articles for theringer.com. com. <laughs>
0: right, yeah. It's he gets scoops. Uh he's also old so he might have just retired retired
2: I think uh, I think there's no way Dennis Lindsay has a high opinion of Gordon Hayward no I, I think it's not. fucking impossible i I don't know why I think that necessarily but I just I just can't imagine that you were invested in that dude's success and felt like you were getting your money's worth <laughs> <laughs> I just it just doesn't make any sense to me at all
0: what if um what if rob palinka magic made him vote for the celtics
2: oh just because because magic secretly likes the celtics
0: yeah yeah and his like can the can
2: lakers and celtics fans just fucking admit that they want to fuck each other
0: oh my god (laughs) i mean there was a moment where it looked like uh ron Artest and paul pierce were gonna kiss during game of heaven in 2010 there's you know, a was... there's
2: a famous piece of art on this uh, about this topic if I recall oh of, of, kiss- of them kissing of them coming precariously close to kissing if I recall yeah yes. I think it's called good defense if I if I <laughs> oh. uh, to, uh, scope it out it was very uh...
0: it should have just been called good D if you know what I'm saying wow
2: hey, hey, what ow, ow. Oh, excuse me. Uh, next uh, question. Rank the top four f- teams in the Eastern Conference. GM survey says Boston is your one seed. Uh, Toronto is your two seed. Philly's your three seed. Milwaukee is your four. Indiana is your five. Washington's your six. Miami's your seven. And they didn't even bother picking an eight seed. Holy well, shit! Well, because they
1: weren't picking seeds; they were only picking the top four.
2: Oh, I yep. no guess that's fair. Votes. I guess that's no 100%. one's
1: ever gonna
0: pick the Pistons or Hornets for that. Who is gonna yeah. be the eight seed?
2: I don't know. It is gonna be a fucking weird ass team, though, man. I kind of think it's gonna be Charlotte. You said Cleveland
1: on our podcast. Oh, last, oh, I think it definitely be I think it could definitely be Cleveland. I also too.
2: think it be I want you to know, yeah. Sean, Yeah, actually
1: I'll, I'll pick Cleveland.
0: Either. I
2: understand yeah. that the rest of the world is roasting you for this take, but I want you to know that I'm with you.
0: It's weird that I'm not getting more direct roasting for it.
2: I think people I think people secretly think it. Kevin loves a good, Kevin loves a good player. You can take a big load. I, well, I mean and... it also doesn't help
1: that it was buried in a two hour and twenty minute podcast. I guess that's true.
2: Yeah, and people are just skipping forward to well, we, Up at
1: this we point. We are gonna have to do a like
0: uh recap where we just very quickly do over unders in our like playoff picks.
2: I'm not you know what? I'm not doing over unders. You know why? Gambling's immoral
1: Wow, you definitely wouldn't have had anything to do pre-computers then. (laughs) Yeah, I guess
2: that's true.
0: (laughs) Like, people just throwing trash at you for riding a bicycle. They're like, hey, I'm vegan. And they're like, you're going to starve to death. I'm sorry. I'm wouldn't
2: be i not vegan now, but okay.
0: But also, even if you were like, yeah, uh, I don't really drink. Like, alcohol doesn't treat me right. They're like, well, you're just going to be poisoned by the drinking (laughs) Like We all we can drink is something that's already been fermented. Otherwise, we're going to get cholera. I mean, that's like that's the like secret. Uh... Joey,
2: or, Joe, are you? Uh, are you? Uh, are you doing some um, migrant labor at a crop dusting? We're gonna. Uh, no, operation? I'm. Uh,
1: I'm in the final scene of Heat. Uh, no, a helicopter just flies over. When you live in LA, there's lots of helicopters. Oh, okay.
0: Joey lives in Bosch Country too, so. B-
2: BOSGH, uh, the yeah. famous detective, uh, brother of the Lincoln lawyer, of course. Yeah.
0: Now we could brother, have been a half medical, brother. Oh sorry. Half could brother. have been. It could have been a medical helicopter coming for Chris Bosch too. We can't
2: rule that out. Is the Lincoln he lawyer have, in the Bosch TV show? No. No. Okay.
1: I don't
0: think
2: they have the Cuz I'm rights.
1: sure his rights are owned by whoever released yeah, that movie, the,
2: the Lincoln Lawyer, the motion picture.
0: Yeah. Lincoln Lawyer should also just be like an Amazon show though. Yes.
1: Absolutely.
2: Can you guys just sell me on Bosch real quick? Cuz you're not the only people I know who are into it. Well, I'm Here's the thing. Mm. I have only
1: watched like the first season of the television show, but I've listened to eight Bosch audiobooks if you count the two Lincoln Lawyer ones I listened to, which
2: are um, which are of course in the Boschiverse.
1: Yeah, they're in the Boschverse for sure. Um, and when I first moved to LA, like I was driving Postmates a lot and I would listen to these Bosch books and they're weirdly kind of how I learned about LA because so much of it is like LA specific. Like there'd be times where I was delivering food and be on a street Bosch was talking about in the book.
2: And so it just, it just sort of like became a, it became a an item that was that you were interacting with yeah in and also for mm, that's like pretty fucking cool
1: yeah for like trash detective books they're pretty good like i like i like listening to like you know a lot of mysteries and detective stories when i'm driving my car because i don't really have to think about them as much you know uh than like uh something i'm trying to learn about or whatever and i would say Bosch is on the uh higher level of that kind of stuff okay uh i uh
0: hang on yeah 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 the uh i liked it at first because it was like soothingly boring in a way like like Bosch basically never raises his voice uh and then and then after like watching a season and it just being something I would just always watch by myself. Like no one else in the house ever watched it. And then I started getting actually invested in it. And then now I like firmly believe the, the last season they did is actually really, really good. So I don't, I may have, I may have Bosch Holmes syndrome, you know, where I've just to spent <laughs> too much time with Bosch. Uh, but like Bosch is, it's just weird that he, I feel like on another show, they'd actually try to make him cool, and instead he just has, like, really strong opinions about things in LA, but they're not...
1: Cool things. He's not, like, a
0: foodie or anything. Yeah, he's no. just, like, he he keeps lecturing his... Like, he always takes his daughter to In-N-Out, and he's just, like, it's the only, like, it's the only reliable burger place, <laughs> and, uh, he's always eating at an... Like, getting martinis at an empty Musso and Frank's, and, uh... It also just feels like Bosch um, doesn't really feel joy,
1: right? Like, like yes, oh, that is 100% a Bosch trait.
0: He's pretty miserable, and he's like kind of helpful to people, but he's like... It's weird, because sometimes you watch movies that are about, like, oh, this cop doesn't get along with people. And with Bosch, you're like, yeah, obviously he doesn't get along with people. Like, like, like there's a reason Bosch... He's is a always...
2: misanthrope. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and like, but also he's like, has extreme post-traumatic stress disorder that's like totally untreated, and uh, like, like the way he is makes sense. It's like, oh, your 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 prostitute mother was murdered, and then you (laughs) became an army ranger twice. Like, (laughs) like in the very first episode of Bosch, he's getting cross-examined about this shooting. First of all, the boldness of the show having like. A three-minute prequel where Bosch shoots a guy, and then after the credits, it's like two years later. Is so ballsy, but yeah, very early in the first episode, someone in court is like, "Hey, Bosch, how many people have you killed?" And he's like, "I couldn't even tell you a countless like a countless amount of <laughs> <laughs> faces." And then the the jury's like, "What?" And then he's like, "Oh, I was I was in the I was in Afghanistan for a long time. Like I'm a trade killer," and then. And then he says how many people he killed in the line of duty, and everyone's still like,
4: Ah, oh, still alive! Still alive!
1: <laughs> but Too at least many.
0: Them, unlike the other human lives you've taken.
1: Um, the, another argument I'd so, make for... Oh, another ahead, sorry, argument no. I'd make for the Bosch show, even though, again, I've only watched the first season, is uh, it's created and run by Eric Overmeyer, hmm. who uh, is who did homicide life on the street and the wire which are two good cop oh, yeah, shows Oh yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, he produced on the wire. I'd never watched homicide yeah. but it's like it feels like it's an informal
0: spin-off to the wire too because the ca- there's so many um, cast members
2: in common. Uh, yeah, uh, Marlowe's on it and, uh, Lance, on, Lance, it, Lance and Reddick's Reddick's on it, it. and Brettick's on it
0: and there's just a lot.
2: <laughs> um, I'm glad that Marlowe got work after being Marlowe. Uh, yeah, marlar's
1: cool, dude.
2: Yeah, because he because he is just like so loathsome on the wire, like like it's. I think it's hard for anybody who watches the wire to maybe get yourself out of a mind frame because he just plays like such a monster on that show. Uh, yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. Here it comes. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. There we go. Oh wait. <laughs> Hey, when you said stock Bosch syndrome syndrome
4: or uh, Bosch syndrome syndrome, I
2: just, uh, I think that it would be really fun if there's a detective show called stock. It's S T O C K. It's about like, like yeah, just seems like a
0: a, Yeah. That's a good name. Yeah. Well, it's also like
1: like, a part of a gun, which is a good thing. Yeah. And it's it's also
0: a crime name. Yeah.
2: It looks like he's stalking me. Stretch, but okay. Uh, So, uh, yeah, they all think Boston's going to be the top team in the conference. Do you agree with this, or what? Uh,
1: I kind of don't. Yeah, me neither. Um, I mean, look, I know uh, Sean came out as being anti preseason basketball uh, earlier today, but um, if you watched that first Boston Celtics game, Gordon Hayward had five fouls in the first half.
2: Oh, my lord.
1: Oh, oh yeah,
0: I'm I'm super into hearing this minutia about it. <laughs> I just don't want to like watch it with my eyeballs, you know. So uh, wait, I mean, so it, you're so it,
2: you're saying that Hayward looks a little out of sorts. I'm
0: yeah. much like, yeah, you know, I'm like Roman on Succession when it comes to preseason basketball. Just give me the tasty morsels.
2: I don't remember this happening on Succession, so I don't that's
0: his—that's his explanation of the internet when he's trying to convince. Uh,
2: oh, okay, that
0: guy because
1: he's an idiot. Uh, uh, but yeah, I kind of feel like Toronto is actually going to be the number one seed. Has Kawhi again.
2: looked decent? He's looked had, pretty
1: good. Yeah, okay. I, mean,
0: I had—I had felt like that, and then I started thinking about Dwayne Casey, and then I was like, oh my god, they just replaced the coach of the year. Whoever one agrees is a very good coach with a guy named Nick Nurse.
2: Everybody who doesn't think Casey is a good coach needs to examine their spirit and make sure they're not racist.
0: Yeah, once again, the, 100%. Only, thing, the only thing that derailed his career besides being black at the wrong time is uh, he got blamed for sending an envelope of cash to Chris Mills that he didn't send, and the NCAA like, banned him for 10 years. And then he got $7 million in a defamation suit. But it was too late. He wasn't allowed to coach until 2005. And also didn't really get a chance with the Timberwolves either.
2: Uh, Yeah, I just think that Casey is obviously a good coach. I will say that that thing is probably a problem, that they have a new coach. But also, I'm willing to bet that the new coach is probably fine. It's not like it's a stupid organization, is it? Well, also,
0: let's, let's just say this. It's also just basketball. You know what I mean? Like like don't you think if you were coaching the Warriors they would win 50 games? If Corbin? me Corbin Smith was? You Corbin Smith. You're in charge of the team.
2: Well, no, because I couldn't handle the social aspects of it though. Like I couldn't I couldn't get everybody to get along. Yeah, but wouldn't they I would still like, the I would just constantly I would just like I would just like constantly take Draymond's side. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, like to, to counsel him or would you be like, what's going on? Tell me what's, I mean, no. you're the real coach. Don't tell anyone, but you're the real coach.
2: Yeah. 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 That's what I would do. I would make, I would make, uh, you know, people come to me and they would be like Draymond and Clay, you know, they're having some issues on these uh, execution thing. I'd be like, I don't know. kind of seems like Draymond's probably right. Huh? I would just do it every time. <laughs> I would just, con- I, I don't know. I like Draymond. I would, uh, I would just agree with him all the time. He's cool. <laughs> and people would be like, Why why are you why are you giving him everything he wants? And I'd be like, You've met him, right? He's a neat guy. Yeah, <laughs> Doing all that stuff, being a little undersized in the NBA, that shit is wild. Look, okay, we're talking what about his there, generation's what most unique one... player, probably. So I cool guy. But I I would say what is uh Like what's their what's their bottom if I'm coaching them? Yeah, what do you, what do you think
0: their record is if you take over the team? Uh, and like, there's a there's a you've got a massive bonus that comes out if you're fired before the end of the season. Oh, who so is Corbin's gonna... assistant, Wilms? No, like, he's who his,
2: the... does he keep the assistant? Yeah, do I get do I it's get up, their assistance? It's,
0: it's up to him if he believes. Okay, I mean, okay, okay.
2: Yeah. There's two answers to the question. It's one, like one yeah. is if I get to keep the assistants then I'm going to let them do the work, and I suspect that they will win 50 games. Maybe Mm -hmm. 50, maybe even... They'd win more. Yeah, maybe even like 55, 57, somewhere around there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If they fire every coach and they say, Corbin, you have to hire all the coaches,
5: Uh
2: and and I don't have, like, the ability to recruit coaches who are professional basketball coaches...
0: You just have to use, like, the staff of the classical
2: yeah yes yes if it's me and like david roth uh <laughs> uh Uh, wilms uh alex sakig uh eric freeman eric freeman i was trying to remember somebody's name who wrote for the classical the other day and i couldn't pull it and it was driving me fucking nuts uh uh you know uh claire mcnear she wrote for the classical once or <laughs> I- I- once or twice you know if i'm just pulling for oh red patrick redford Redford's probably going to be the best coach on the squad because I you probably probably I've met Patrick you probably haven't Patrick is notably tall.
1: <laughs> oh, that's why he'd be a good assistant.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean, better than Roth. I mean, not Roth's not short actually. I know that like people like I bet you people probably like hear Roth on the Deadcast and they think he sounds short. Roth is actually pretty tall. Anyway. Uh, then, then I think that that will be a nightmare. And I think that that team would end up losing the playoffs, even with, uh, you know, even with all the talent they have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Toronto, I Toronto two Philly three, I think that Philly is the most talented team and that if they were the kind of team where you could say all of these people will be playing at least 70 games. I think that it would be hard to say they were not uh, the best team in the conference.
1: I am not high on Philly's record this year uh, because they're going on that China trip and that fucks teams up for the first two months of the season. Uh. I was actually looking at teams versus their over-unders who went on that China trip and it's like something like, I forget exactly how many it was, but it was like seven seven out of the ten teams that went all went under. Huh. And it really fucked the Warriors up last year. Oh, wait. Specifically.
2: Did you call the Wambulance about it? Or... No, many... well, I'm
1: just saying, like, I'm just trying to I'm just using the information I have available to me. How many How many teams are going to China this year? Two. Oh. It's always two. It's the Sixers and The Mavs? I forget. Yes, Joel
2: oh. Joel is gonna get up to some. Shit oh yeah, because
1: they have because yesterday the Chinese uh, media was harassing um, Carlisle about if Ding was gonna play. I think he's hurt. Yeah, he's hurt.
4: But he he's gonna try and play the second
1: <laughs> <enough>. game. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Lu Aldang? Who? No, uh, the the Ding... have this Chinese guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He yes. was on their summer league team last year named ding Yuang Huang, and he is tight as shit yeah, he was and really he's tight. a training camp invite this year.
0: What makes him
2: so but
1: cool
0: like, he like he's tall. he he a lot of good he, he scores a
1: lot of points. I mean, he's, he's like, like a gunner. He's tight oh, shit, that is I tight. think he's
0: I think he's been like the chinese the cba MVP the last two years too. Oh, yeah. so he's like, but he would never go to the nBA because you know he's the mVP of the cBA so like. <laughs> Like, why would you want? They're to not be a 11th do man you, in The balance?
2: foreigners can't win MVP in that league, though, right? Am I crazy? Uh, probably the case. Uh,
1: no, uh, no ways. Uh, uh, Did so Marbury win? Marbury. Marbury won it a couple of times.
2: Uh, we're gonna check that out.
0: Yeah, that's fine. I'll I'll look this up. You guys can keep
2: going. Uh, du, 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 du. uh no, but they have, have an they have international, international Yeah, they have MVP. a separate international award winner. Do you know who won it in 2016? yeah, fucking Jimmer, baby.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, Lester Hudson is a two-time winner.
1: Bees,
2: yeah, dude, I, Bees I, God, winner. I'm so glad that Beasley has had the career he's had. What a
1: what a wonderful <laughs> gift for all of us.
0: I'm uh, very uh, Yee is a four-time domestic MVP.
2: Yeah, that sounds right.
0: For some reason, Mangiapetri's one of his MVPs was was stripped, and I don't <laughs> I don't know why that is. Oh, because oh, he argued with a referee, so he lost the MVP award. <laughs> wow, Jesus Christ! Jesus. So he China letting had, uh, China
2: letting everybody know how they feel about authority.
0: Yeah. So he has. He has four MVPs, but his first one was stripped from him, and I believe it looks like they may have just not given him the award for the two years after that as punishment. Wow. Well, yeah. Let's hope that doesn't. Well, happen yeah. The problem is he stood in front of a referee, not moving, like he was in Tiananmen Square, and they would have disappeared. <laughs> wait a
2: minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> are you famous? Are you making a joke right now?
1: He is making a
0: joke okay, right I'm now. Gonna,
2: yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> I just feel like a symbolic Tiananmen Square protest would be. Anyways. You, you
0: lose your MVP. I think Philly. Uh, I think Philly. He got the heaviest fine in CBA history. But, uh, God yeah. bless him. Uh,
1: uh, I also. I'm high on the Bucks regular season. Yeah, I am
2: too. Uh, Budenholzer is uh, very good. The Hawks should not have just let him go. Yeah,
1: and the Bucks just straight up have basically not had a coach the last four years. Like Giannis has essentially done
2: all of this under the tutelage of uh, Jason Kidd. Who yeah. Is, uh,
1: yeah, Jason Kidd is basically good
0: at helping like NBA veterans come up with new tricks to be successful. So that that's his skill is like rehabbing Allen Anderson and Sean Livingston's careers.
1: Well hey, cool! Yeah, I'm like still getting stuff out of like Jason Terry, but
0: it doesn't seem like he has like any patience. For
2: oh yeah, they, yeah, like, he probably he hates children. It, it yeah. would be it, that's insane to me that you would like. Do you think
1: Jason Kid hates pizza now because he got fired at a pizza parlor? <laughs> I was wondering about that. Either that or like, uh, it, like re- I I think he like eats
0: more pizza, but it fucks him up. Because he's like depressed about losing his job, he's and, like
2: you know. he's like he's indulging in it. Man, his Hall of Fame speech was fucking bad.
0: I mean, he d- might not know how to read, so uh, look, yeah. he's a basketball genius and not too
2: yeah, good he's, at yeah he things. yeah he might be a bit of a savant. Uh, Jason
1: Kidd went to a high went to high school uh, two blocks away from my house. And uh he used to work at the grocery store across the street, and my dad would refuse to go to his line because he couldn't count change.
2: This is this is a conversation about Jason Kidd that is becoming deeply disconcerting. Can we
1: I'm just telling yeah. you a true thing.
0: It's a I mean, true yeah. thing <laughs> so
2: from like, my life.
0: He was just so weird and bad in Like I was I had to write a thing about Jason Kidd and Grant Hill, and I was like, wow, Jason Kidd was always better than grant hill at like every stage of their careers and was really famous why was grant hill the superstar and then you watch them talk for like 15 seconds and, and you're like, like oh, oh that's right. yeah. like, like, <laughs> like 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 everybody wanted to make jason kidd a superstar it was just like
2: huh it was just that he was a he was like a a, a, a like mushy lump of basketball ability yeah,
1: uh, he's also problematic.
0: Yeah,
2: yes, he has also been mean to wives before. He has. Yeah.
0: I'm just saying. I'm just saying. By NBA standards, sorry. 90s, I was also.
2: I was also not... trying to get to that too, Joey. I want to make this clear. Yeah, I
0: just wanted to make it clear. I'm just saying <laughs> that's not a disqualifying feature of an NBA superstar in 1996.
2: For instance, uh, Kobe Bryant. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: Not even now. So. Good job, woke NBA. Yeah, uh, the
2: uh, I, you know, I it's gonna get him someday. I really believe that. Uh, they think Indiana, uh, Indiana, Washington, and Miami are 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 the, are there five, six, and sevens on this one? Uh, do and
1: you... to me, those are the actual top four GMs voting for teams because they couldn't vote for themselves.
2: Oh, that makes sense. I want to <laughs> yeah that I might. could see some, I could see someone taking Indiana. Uh Washington got uh got Washington got one second place vote.
1: Uh fun fact about Washington. Uh again you guys weren't watching preseason basketball so you didn't see this but uh Marquise Morris got thrown out of his first preseason God bless, basketball God bless game.
2: Marquise Morris. What a kid
1: First <laughs> for, <laughs> for for refusing to stop cursing out uh, <laughs> Nick's rookie, Mitchell Robinson. Shit,
2: yeah. <laughs> Shit, yeah.
0: Uh, do you think when that happens, Marcus Morris asks out of the game? He's like, my, my, my <laughs> I can't play. Or he just starts cursing out the closest rookie to him.
1: Oh, also, speaking of twins, I don't know if you saw this last night in a preseason basketball game. I but there was a video going around where Brook Lopez dunked on Jabari Parker really, really hard oh, no. in like the first oh, two minutes so of that game. Sad. Well, no, you want to know what's even sadder about it is before, and everyone was like, "Yeah, the Bucks got him. They got him." Uh, but what's even sadder about it is to get to dunk on Jabari Parker, Brooke Lopez. Faked out Robin Lopez so hard with a pump fake.
2: Yeah, Robin, you so should. So it was know. like you double, It
1: was like doubly sad where he's like not only owning the guy that the Bucks let go, but also owning his twin brother super hard. Yeah, I, and who, you are Rob, yeah, Robin. They have
2: rival cats. Robin should <laughs> fucking know <laughs> that dude's moves, right? He's just he's
0: just like. He's just a substantially <laughs> inferior twin, and it's really sad. But like,
2: you know what? Morris that is unfair. Are, like, he was a fucking good ass Portland Trailblazer. I just want to say, Robin Lopez is a, a lot of basketball. I'm utility.
0: not even saying Robin Lopez is a bad player. Just Brooks way better than him at basketball, yeah. and it sucks because they're twins.
2: I don't necessarily agree with that. You're, you're, I, you know what? Okay, you know what? I you know oh, what, what? I you know what? You I Lopez agree
0: with unique skill set. Robin Lopez is like a very good version. Of, you know like a fairly anonymous
2: basketball yeah, but player robin
1: lopez is like i mean what's interesting to me about both the morrises and the uh lopez twins is there they have like when you put the skill sets together of both twins they're you like have the perfect basketball player like yeah uh, yeah, like. But the
2: thing, the Brooke thing is, Lopez, Lopez is does.
1: awesome at offense and sucks at defense, and Robin Lopez is awesome at defense and I, is like fine at offense. Let me let me just say this:
0: one of those skill sets is much more an difficult and there. rarer, and one of them is you know like yeah, like I think this is, what, this is one of this... the defensive centers in the league, like you know top fifteen. This is whereas, what I think. Uh, Brook Lopez is like. And yeah, go ahead.
2: There's a difference between NBA value and being good at basketball. And I think that it's arguable that Robin Lopez has an edge in NBA value because he's good at weird, obscure, space-eating shit. But I think that if you're going to say what is playing basketball, I think that Brooke Lopez is probably a superior player.
1: Yeah, I would say that's
0: probably... That's like it's saying Robin Lopez is better than Brooke Lopez is like saying that water's not wet. We're like, what kind of definition of good at basketball are you using here?
1: <laughs> and I like Robin
0: Lopez. I think he's really underrated, but like Robin Lopez would never be an NBA All Star. And Brooke uh, Lopez is you know, made a couple all star teams.
1: Well right? and the thing you can say the same thing about the Mark the Morris twins too though. Where it's like, Markeith is like good at the like things that let you start on a basketball team, but in a vacuum, like one on one, Marcus is way better at Mark than Markeith. But Mark Marcus has been on like five different teams and Markeef's been on two. Yeah. And has consistently started. I wait, 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 no, Markeef is a better he's just like better at everything. Marcus is just bigger. No, Marcus got drafted first. Marcus is like way better at like dribbling and like iso scoring, and that's why they thought he was a four. Where Markeith is just like, "Yep, I'm i uh, uh, I'm a stretch big."
2: I'm gonna have to take Joey's word on this one, honestly. I might. Uh... I,
0: I, I, they always confuse me. One of them was way better in college. I think. Yeah, was Marcus. Marcus
1: was way better than Markeith Mar- in college. Markeith goes
0: thirteenth and Marcus goes fourteenth, right?
2: No, it's the other way around. Wow, that's fascinating. I yeah. I want to make one prediction before we get it. They're before, genetically identical. Before we get More. out of here, <laughs> I think there's a possibility that Washington could accidentally get a top four seed. I I just think it could happen. I think the whole team will fucking hate each other,
4: (laughs) but there will be,
2: but I think that there's like, could be something productive going down in that hate. (laughs) Keen, Keen, I think I lost you. Okay, go ahead. Sorry.
0: Sorry. I, I, uh, we, uh, the, the Lord woke up.
4: Oh, all right.
0: Uh, we're fine. Okay. Uh,
2: let us know
4: well, not. yeah,
0: so it's it is it is weird that like would you be that shocked if Washington was like the 3 seed? No, not no. really, right? So. No. <laughs>
1: like not a <laughs> But like also they... I wouldn't be shocked if they were
2: like uh, not in the playoffs.
1: The 12th seed. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There there is <laughs> no outcome that can happen with this team that would not that would like shock me. I don't think. John
1: Wall has Cornrows now, by the way.
2: Uh, that uh, is more shocking. That is more shocking to me than no, th- any place they could take. <laughs> and that's not that shocking to me. He's an African American. He's a young African American male. A lot of them have cornrows. It's a it's a lovely uh, it's a lovely hair, uh, style.
1: I mean, I guess it's they're probably more like braids. They're less full on cornrows, but yeah. Uh, I was surprised. A couple of things that surprised me watching preseason basketball. Both the Hernan Gomez's have uh, full sleeve tattoos now. Uh Uh, Frank Kaminsky was wearing two leg sleeves, an arm sleeve, and a headband. Wow. So he's uh, accessorizing he's on his way to go full Heinrich. To
0: quote full Heinrich,
1: <laughs> full Heinrich, uh,
0: he's, he's, he's at like eighty percent Mike Miller right now. Exactly.
2: The unbelievable thing about Heinrich is that he started with nothing. No, nothing like like they were like he didn't even use hair gel. Yeah, he was just like a he was just like a he was just like a dirty white mouse who played basketball, and then over <laughs> the years Kansas. he just. He just kept became at- a cyborg. Like, <laughs> yeah, who's more machine
0: than man at the end of his career?
2: Right now, he's like in a doctor's office. Right now, like, like, like with a saw in one hand, being
4: like, "I'm gonna do it, man! I'm gonna do it." <laughs> there is only one way to find perfection, and it is as a machine. <laughs>
2: Uh, Western Conference, uh, most people appear to believe that Golden State will be the one seed. This will not happen. I think that's a weird thing to say. Uh, uh, They think uh, Houston uh, Houston has less votes than them, than Oklahoma City, Utah, the Lakers, uh, Portland and San Antonio, and Denver. Do you have any strong opinions about all this?
0: I think I would have the Lakers higher.
2: Uh, I don't. Uh I've you know I've I've said this before on various places I think that roster is completely insane. Uh and uh has a lot of downside potential. Joey speak.
1: Um I kind of think the Warriors are going to try harder this year.
2: Why do you think um, that?
1: Cuz I think uh I think bo- having Boogie on the team actually like Having a change in the team helps them stay more motivated. And mainly, though, I think what's going to happen is Draymond Green has to win defensive player oh, yeah, 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 this yeah, 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 year yeah, to yes. get a Supermax.
2: Yes, I'm and I think, this uh, odd if, argument. <laughs> I, think,
1: <laughs> I think if Draymond is trying and screaming at everybody, the team will try.
0: Well, they also specifically went to, like, upgrade their defense, too. So I feel like that's...
2: That'll probably work. Why are they trying to help Draymond get a depoy?
0: No, I just feel because... like I'm oh. saying, I'm saying in general, they added defenders to the team for winning basketball reasons, but it is going to help Draymond that he's not going to be sharing the floor with like JaVale and Zaza and Nick Young.
2: For forgot that Zaza was on that fucking team.
0: Uh, how could you be
2: starting center two years in a row yes.
0: <laughs> the greatest Georgian
2: player in basketball history uh, well uh, depends on the kind of Georgian you're talking
1: about so but yeah and also Jordan Bell is also really trying hard to get paid I just think there's uh, monetary reasons why they would try you think hard there's hard economic
2: year. you think they'll be yes. good for capitalism <laughs> yeah right I cannot fucking believe people think Oklahoma City is going to be a third seed.
1: Uh, I actually like them this year. Just because they don't have Melo? Is that it? No, I think the addition of Schroeder is actually really, really helpful to them. But but is Schroeder good? I mean, as a sixth man, yeah. Like... He's probably, he's maybe, he's he'd be my pick to be six man of the year, frankly.
0: I think that if Westbrook wow. is healthy,
2: they will always win 47 games. I just also, think... With... I wouldn't,
0: I, I wouldn't pick Schroeder as the six man of the year because he plays with Russell Westbrook.
1: Yeah. I just think that, like, they actually, for the first time ever, they have a guy who can, like, play basketball while, uh... Westbrook rests and if you always look at their numbers it's always like oh yeah they were like plus like 7 when Westbrook played and then minus 15 when Westbrook rested
2: I think that that it's is just... inherent to the construction of the team I think that the way the team the organization works I think it's going to be hard for that not to be the case
0: if Schroeder ends up playing well Westbrook will just insist that they play together and he won't be a <laughs> 6 man anymore <laughs> I mean, isn't that what the problem was with Oladipo? That the team was like, "No, we're just going to play this guy. We're going to rest him at the same time as Russ, so his numbers are better."
4: Yeah,
1: I mean, I can, I, I don't know. I just think they're way less in flux this year, and that might be why people like them, too.
4: Yeah,
2: but I, I like them better too. I don't, uh, I don't think that. Uh... I don't think that lack of flex is going to translate. I think that Utah will be better than they are.
0: Uh, They were last year. Yeah,
2: and I I think that will continue Uh, to be the case. I kind of... I don't have,
0: like, that much faith in Utah having, like, a lot of upside, though.
1: Yeah, they're
2: pretty stout.
1: Uh, I think Denver's going to fucking rule this year.
2: We'll see. I know you're a yeah. good an
1: anti. I know you're anti Jokic.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, for reasons only because my team traded for Jokic and he's better.
2: <laughs> that is why. That is He likes coffee. <laughs> the Bosnian Beast is my daddy. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: but I think if it's. <laughs> been pretty uh proven that Jokic is better than Nurkic at this point. Uh
2: Wow, interesting thing. thing I
1: would thing I
0: would say is uh Denver still does not have a small forward.
2: Will Barton baby. Yeah, come on. Another 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 uh, lost Blazer legend, Will Barton.
0: Oh my god, it's the one thing that might make Damian Lillard demand a trade is their Trading of Will. Yeah, Barton no, you
2: know, in time, fucking fairness, so. if they had re-signed Will Barton and not signed Evan Turner, they would be better off right now.
0: Yes. Yeah, but they, they traded Barton away to make a playoff push. It wasn't like. Oh yeah. I mean, they were trying to help. It wasn't like we, we're not going to pay this guy. Didn't they trade him for Aaron Falalo? Yes.
2: Uh, yeah. yeah apparently. I mean, I forget everything. <laughs> uh. Uh, uh, Everybody thinks the Portland is going to be not as good, which, sure, whatever, fine. (laughs) I guess. Who gives a a shit, really? Uh, I will say, man, I went to their media day, and the vibes out of that place were rough. Yeah. Uh, I can imagine. So
0: so they they basically got rid of their, like, 7 through 10 guys from last year. Is that right? Mm-hmm. It was like Shabazz, Ed Davis, White Pat.
2: Yeah, it sounds rightish. So,
0: who's like in the rotation now that wasn't before?
2: Well, Seth Curry, Seth Curry, and um, who is better than Shabazz? Yeah, um, and, or, well, has, or prob- has a more decisive skill set than Shabazz? I think. Uh, uh, could also just be terrible though, so don't. I wouldn't get too excited about it. Um, the uh, the rookie last year, he is Zach Collins. Zach Collins, who uh seems like he's pretty good. Uh, yeah. And uh, looks Lay- like
1: a barn owl, though. Does look a little Probably like a barn owl. owl. <laughs> and <laughs> uh,
2: and uh, Layman has layman's sort of a fringe candidate for a dude who can <sighs> contribute. So.
1: Look, I watched Lehman in Summer League this year, and I know Summer League is, like, whatever. Uh, it's, like, kind of has no bearing on what happens. You feel like sometimes I was... it can
2: prove that somebody's bad, though?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't think Layman was, like... For a guy who had played in NBA games, uh, it's not like he was, like, real um, demanding of the ball or, like... <laughs>
2: Yeah, showing does, I mean, he doesn't I really mean. need to be, though. He just needs to be a three-point shooter. And yeah, I just... can't believe I'm defending Jake Lehman right now. They oh, to- 100% should have resigned Ed Davis. I want to make sure that everybody knows I believe this.
0: <laughs> I, I don't... He just didn't... He didn't get that
2: much money. No, he makes either. $4 million. There's absolutely no reason why they shouldn't have re-signed him. The only thing is that... uh Okay. Uh Terry is a great coach. I really think that. I think that. Uh, I think that if the Blazers fall off this year and Terry takes the axe for it, that'll be fucking stupid. I think that everything that's wrong with the Blazers is pretty much contained with Neil in some way or another. And um, but Terry hates playing young players. hates it. Will do anything mm-hmm. to not do it. And I think that Neil made a move to to force him to play Collins. That's why I think Davis isn't on the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was a big locker room guy too. Like like everything you hear about Ed Davis is like, eh, hey, he probably should have re-signed Ed Davis.
1: Right. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, are is he also does Neil also want um Terry to maybe play Swanigan more too?
2: Uh, we'll see. Uh ah. makes sense. Isn't Swannigan
0: kind of still a pretty rough
2: prospect? Though? Yeah, Swanigan's a little. 50-50. It's, man, I gotta say, I, he wasn't at media day even.
1: Swanigan wasn't at media day? Yeah, I don't
2: think he was. I uh, doubt
1: that's true. I'm sure you just didn't see him.
2: He Maybe had to take his all pictures the back. for CSN Northwest. I guess you wouldn't or no. Or, uh, I think he might not have been at media day, guys. Oh, yeah, Swanigan, Stauskas, and Gary Trent Jr. were not there.
1: Wait, why wasn't Stauskas there?
2: Uh, Stauskas is on a... Is, I think Stauskas' deal is deals not guaranteed. Huh. If I remember correctly. Hard to say. I mean,
0: not actually good at basketball. so Yeah, that, 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 that is also maybe kind of a guaranteed. problem.
2: Not really that good a three-point shooter,
0: even. The thing he's... In the NBA, <laughs> floor.
2: I
1: kind of like the rookies they took, though. Who they Both I mean, for... Simons and Trent Jr. for where they picked them.
2: Uh, yeah, Simon's, uh, they... Simons seems like he'll be good.
0: They Gary seem Trent like...
1: can really shoot.
0: They seem like weird choices for a team that presumably is trying to do better in the playoffs this year, though.
2: Yes. That might not be what they're trying to do, though. Yeah, that's true. So it's so it's it's honestly hard to say. MVP uh LeBron's at the top of this one, don't know why. Uh uh then Durant, Anthony Davis, Harden and the field. There's like no way oh, the Lakers Giannis
1: will
2: be. wasn't there. Uh no, Giannis is in the field. Weird. Yeah, right? Cuz I that think- that this I feel like most of the smarty pants NBA assholes think it's going to be Giannis. I I certainly think that. I
1: also think that.
2: I don't think the
0: bucks will be good enough. It's like maybe maybe the NBA has changed that, but like aside from Russell Westbrook and Kareem, you basically have to be the second best team in your conf- you have to be on the second best team or better. And yeah, the exceptions are Kareem in a weird year, Russell Westbrook when he averaged a triple-double, and then Michael Jordan, but he had to win Defensive Player of the Year and the scoring title, and are... his team was still, like, third.
2: You... But, boy, you're telling me that there isn't a possibility that could happen, though? It... That, that I mean... Giannis
0: would be a top-two team? I'm just i I'm just saying that— Yeah, that
2: Milwaukee could be a top-two team. I mean, the conference is not very good, and— and you know, I, there's I think a real possibility that uh, Boston's a paper tiger, and like,
0: eh. yeah, I'm. I just think that making Giannis the MVP favorite uh, is really putting a lot of stock. I in do think
2: it's something do possibility for that. Whereas, yeah, but
1: so are you arguing Anthony Davis, who was their choice,
2: right? Uh, no, their choice is LeBron.
1: Oh. oh. Well, oh, well, okay. Same argument. Are you arguing that the Lakers?
0: No, are I don't. A top I don't, two seed. I don't think LeBron should be the top pick either. But at least there's like a narrative of him coming to the West. And like, if the Lakers are third in the West, he could. I think it's. I think it's basically as likely that the Lakers are third in the West than Milwaukee's third in the East. Right? Like, who's who's all that great in the West besides the top two teams? Utah Whereas has it's virtues. Milwaukee, I wouldn't be shocked if they were like seventh, just because like I, know, I Rocking think into- I, I think I'd be shocked over.
2: I think I'd be shocked over that. The coaching upgrade is just so apparent. Like, like I, I don't know. I, I they
1: also put a lot more like shooters around Giannis. I don't know. I think I, they I think they're going to be just- a top three seed in these. But
0: you've, you've the got bucks. Toronto, Boston, and the Sixers. That's all. That's all I'm saying.
1: I mean, if they're third,
0: if well, I will say, three, I will three. say,
2: you could. The Sixers are one. You can tell me they're anywhere in the playoff picture, and I would believe you. Uh,
0: but I, but I also think it's like almost a guarantee that James Harden is going to put up massive numbers, and that the Rockets are like guaranteed to be first or second. So, you know, that's that's like the thing to beat. People I think, are. I think you have to beat. Them. Definitely. You know, people don't want to give him the award, but. You know, if people, he averages like twenty-eight and twelve again and the Rockets win sixty games.
2: People are definitely overstating Davis' chances. I don't know if you've looked at the New Orleans roster. It's insane.
0: I mean, I feel like he he and Giannis should have similar odds. Yeah, because I'm Davis is going to be, you know, better but yeah, both their teams are like kind of weird and might not be good. Anthony Davis is a weird choice to be the favorite, for sure. Oh my...
2: What happened? Oh my gosh. Sean, is everything okay? Did Sean just get murdered?
0: <laughs> Sean? Sorry, my, micro- my microphone cut out. <laughs> it is now back.
2: It made well, everyone, like, got crazy ex- noise. It made like crazy noise. Like it sounded like you died.
0: Yeah, there might have been somebody who grabbed the cord. Um,
2: oh, okay.
0: Um uh yeah, the I don't know, I don't know. Anthony Davis like people people want I don't know. I don't know. Like like everybody was super excited about Giannis last year winning the MVP and he was sixth. Which was great. He had a good year. But yeah, but,
2: yeah, but his yeah, but his team was insane. Like his team should be not insane this year.
0: Yeah, but how, how many wins do you think they will
2: get? Yeah, that's a good point. How many wins will it take to be a high it's seed? Just, it's, there, though? If, it, if it were baseball, great. But it just it's NBA not Kind of doesn't work. With that. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's fair. Uh, if you, I want to. We're gonna go through these one or two more just real quick. If you were starting a franchise and you could have any player, who would it be? Number one is Giannis. Number two is Davis. Number three is Durant.
1: Uh, oh, the craziest thing about this is last year. Carl yeah, it was Anthony Towns. Towns won, it was Towns. he didn't, he didn't get he, a single vote. He did not
2: get a single vote this year. Joel Embiid got more votes than Towns. That's the main thing I want Let's to talk about. That should have. Here. I think Giannis is, a, is, a, is probably the best pick for this, considering LeBron is... He's 23. Yeah, yeah. considering LeBron is older. Yeah. Uh, uh, Durant is one I could understand, though, because I, I think Durant's probably going to be in his prime for a few more years. But it is amazing that Towns has tumbled this much.
1: Oh, yeah. It's crazy.
2: Is it <laughs> is it? Well, I mean, it's
0: just, it's not, it's not, their logic is not crazy. Yeah. It's just, crazy it's, it's not crazy
2: because you know why it's happening. <laughs> but
0: but like
1: if, his numbers are the same.
2: That's the craziest guy. His numbers yeah, his
1: are the same. When he made a games. playoff for the playoffs well, for the first his team, time. His
0: team was like 15 games better last year too. <laughs> whereas, whereas like Giannis basically had the same record year to year. And even though Towns, it's like, yeah, yeah, they made the playoffs. They they won a game against the Rockets, and everyone's just like, no, thank you.
2: Because <laughs> he likes Fortnite Not too a much, chance. man. It's a problem. Yeah, he doesn't go to bed. Uh, honest, I mean, and look, and look I think that this organization which is to say take it or break it I think we mostly think that Jimmy Butler is probably a maniac
0: yeah but still yes, I think he,
1: agreed
2: but I think also he's by Carl Anthony Towns uh, but also I think that perhaps um I, let's say Jimmy Butler was uh, James Harden which is to say uh an excellent player devoted to his craft uh, who also appears to have the ability to compartmentalize. Does that make sense? Yes. yes. Um, I suspect that James Harden would also have had some problems with Towns. Oh. <sighs> yeah, I, I'm kind I, of I, I Team Towns, towns man. Just like back to front?
1: Yeah, I'm just kind of Team Towns on this one. Like... Jimmy Butler seemed like a real fucking asshole, and I think Tibbs has Tibbs divided that locker room in a way that no one was going to be able to deal. Deal, where it was I'm, like I'm there's a, I'm coming in and I'm bringing in all my old guys and throwing all these guys who were here in the fucking trash because ro- it's not ro- like Rose did. Is- like Rose didn't have problems I mean, in but, house, though, did he? No, but if you read, if you read the locker, if you read John Krasinski, they uh, say the locker room was clearly divided by Tibbs guys and non-Tibbs guys. Huh.
2: Yeah. And
1: like, it's not like these guys had problems when Kevin Garnett was there screaming at them all the time. Yeah,
2: but yeah, but, but, but I will say this. But the difference between Garnett and Jimmy Butler is that Garnett is. A weirdo, but he's also fundamentally friendly. Like he, like like nobody who has played with Garnett has said anything less than he is an excellent teammate. Sure,
1: I just mean I I blame Tibbs more than I blame Butler, frankly, for taking this team
0: to the playoffs and making anyone pay attention in the first place. No,
1: I just no one would care if these
2: guys were winning thirty games. (laughs) Well, then I mean the saddest fan base in human history might, but.
1: I just don't think you can go into a locker room and then, like, not at all, like, the Tyus Jones thing is a perfect example, where he's playing guys who are worse than Tyus Jones because he wants to play his guys, and his guys are Jeff Teague and Derrick Rose. Like, I just think at a certain point, when you're a boss, you can't. You can't come into a situation and then bring all your own guys and then not even consider the people that were already there, whether they won 30 games or not. Like, I saw this happen with the Warriors all the fucking time when they were terrible.
0: Don't you think, don't you think Andrew Wiggins is the biggest problem on this team?
1: Um, I mean, yes like and no. Like, max contract, minimum effort? <laughs> But, I mean, I just, Andrew I just, Wiggins Andrew, also plays, led the league in minutes the last three years in a row, so it's not like he's not out there like... I mean, I'm not a big Andrew Wiggins fan. That's what I'm saying. But it's not like he's not... Uh, he's clearly trying hard enough where Tibbs is still playing him 43 minutes a game or whatever. Jesus Christ.
2: <laughs> it's, they got a fire tip at oh man. <laughs> but it's, it's like... I don't I don't think it's
0: a great. Look, look, Carl Anthony Towns I don't mind as much. Like like yeah, he didn't play well in the playoffs, but he's a real young guy, he'd never been there before. Um also I I just believe the girlfriend story. I I I just yeah. like I feel like it's the best Explanation. I don't and believe it because I case...
2: believe I don't believe it because I believe that everybody who is five years younger than me and further is poly. So it just doesn't make any sense to me.
0: Um, but you still don't like it when even if you're poly, you don't want somebody sleeping with your coworkers. Nice. It's not like it's like an absolute open bar. Ah, you know, what? you're right. You're right. You're right.
2: I apologize for. So,
0: so I think that it's like very people have, like, a lot of takes that they want to give about, um, especially about Thibodeau, because he's, so, he's such a lightning run. But, like, if that's the case, what was anyone supposed to do about that? That's Jimmy Butler's fault. Like, it's and it doesn't have to do with basketball or rotations or contracts or anything. Like, Jimmy Butler doing that made it an untenable situation, screwed up his desire to get a max, and now all the fallout's happening. And it's like... I don't I don't know how you mend that as a coach. Like I don't I don't know if being I'll a tell coach you
1: not what's end. gonna help. I don't know if you saw the news today,
0: uh-huh
5: but
1: uh Thibodeau told the Heat they've been talking to the Heat for a week yeah. about trading him and then Thibodeau told Jimmy Butler and the Heat, if this trade doesn't happen today, Jimmy Butler you're coming in and you're playing.
0: Yeah. I mean but, but we that's definitely believe right. you, dude. Like, like it's all <laughs> Also, also, somebody leaked that. So it's either Jimmy Butler or Tom Thibodeau is just telling the media that. Like,
1: but I also it, believe it. Tibbs would rather have Butler for the year than uh, the coach the rest of the Timberwolves.
0: But I think, but I, I, I mean, I just wait till there's actually a trade. You know what I mean? Like it's like all this stuff it's like, well, of course he's going to say he's not going to trade Jimmy Butler. Like he he wants more stuff. People are – I'm sure people are lowballing him. But
5: uh, – Yeah,
0: I guess. I mean, whatever. We can go around anyway. Where do you want Jimmy Butler to end up? Like, where – CBA. Like, to get... like, the Chinese basketball Yeah, China. Awesome. Yeah, I think that's – MVP Jimmy Butler.
2: Yeah, I think that's
0: uh. – It feels – there's something, like – so dirty about him ending up with the Miami Heat and like reuniting with Dwayne Wade and like
2: <laughs> Yeah, that is pretty there's that something per- is pretty fucking something like perverse
0: about Jimmy Butler anyway. Like right I would
2: look
1: the weirdest That's thing about that. the weirdest thing about Jimmy Butler is him reuniting with Dwayne Wade would make me root for Rajon Rondo in a basketball <laughs> game. Like when the Lakers showed up. I'd be like, oh, I ha- this is a must-watch game for Joey. I want to see what Rondo's going to do against these vets.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, is there anything else? Which player forces opposing coaches to make the most adjustments? It's LeBron. It's 60%. Jeez. Uh, I guess that makes sense. Uh,
1: I would have said Steph Curry, but that's just me. and that might be Homerism. Uh, p-
2: uh, that's my, I
1: just think how you have to defend Steph Curry is, oh my uh, unlike defending anyone else in the league.
2: I just think that, uh, spacing, blah, 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 you know spacing, but sound like, you sound like a uh, Randy right now, man.
1: Uh, well, you know, uh, there is something I want to bring up here. I don't know if we're going to get to it uh whichever gm keeps voting for steph curry as best shooting guard this is like the fourth year this has happened <laughs> stop doing that fucking he's not a shooting guard you fucking creep
2: <laughs> yeah best point guard is uh oh that's fun best point guard Steph's first that makes a lot of sense second is westbrook okay and then third is uh, irving uh, who do you think keeps
0: voting for Steph as a shooting guard?
2: The world's greatest pedant. I he is my. Yeah, I love somebody him. Somebody
1: who's like a fucking <laughs> like a real. Who's the oldest school GM? It might be Pat Riley, frankly. Yeah.
2: Why well, no? know.
4: Clay he Thompson. shoots a lot. Clay Thompson's I? the
0: one on that team.
2: <laughs> I dude, also everybody who votes for Clay Thompson over James Harden get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, also, the person who voted for Devin Booker, you should lose. <laughs> you should lose your fucking job. I. Who is that person? I. You should. You should not have employment. You should. I. I can't even imagine who the fuck that is. It's
0: Rob Palenka, so he's using it as like a future negotiating tactic.
2: Devin, baby, I. I was the one who voted for you in that. <laughs> you don't read the GM survey. Hey, did we find out if he, like, actually
0: fell off a dirt bike? Or did he no. really just hurt himself yeah, was... No,
1: but that picture of the Suns made me, where they looked so so depressed, their three top picks, is really something. That's so
2: dumb. Everybody should want to play in Phoenix. It's just that their ownership is so garbage. Everybody does want Their team want to play is in garbage. Still. Yeah, I know. But their Dude, team Gordon, is garbage because of their... Have you looked at their roster? Yeah, they're... Okay, yeah that's true it
1: doesn't make any sense
2: but their team is garbage because their ownership is garbage like like it's a it's a it's a good income tax situation. uh, uh Phoenix is hot uh you can buy a house there for fucking nothing like there's a,
0: every chain restaurant all over the yes, place. it's a perfectly <laughs> there's, like there's a college with no it, admission standards.
1: you can be near Alice Cooper right.
2: Oh, and there's tons of golf. Uh, yeah, yes. It's a it's a perfectly lovely place to live. It's insane that... It, it's just that their ownership is such dog shit. That, like, the one... Like the one, time, like, the one thing they're good at, which is having a decent medical staff, comes out of... Is, like, rooted from the seed... It is the flower of the seed of We Are Cheap. You know what I mean? Oh,
0: right. Like Like we're buying these injured guys on a discount.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And and also
0: these only legal in Arizona steroids that are undetectable by NBA drug tests. Yeah.
2: And we And, and, And
0: it's just a place where old players
2: naturally thrive. And we are um we are doing everything we can to get every ounce of value that we possibly can out of these players.
0: Also they compulsively blow up one third of their roster. All the time, yeah. And for it, some reason, it's been happening for thirty years. It, it,
2: it, it's in. They should be perennially in the playoffs all the time, but their ownership is just so f- fucking weird that they're not.
0: Yeah, it's very, very strange. best
2: small forward. They say LeBron. It's kind of a shame Durant will never win this. well That is a trash can full of... Chili! 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 Oh, it's cans? No, I'm sorry. It's cans. It's not chili. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, They say Davis is the best power forward. Some people say LeBron is the best power forward. And Durant is also the best power forward. I'm going to assume Daryl Morey voted for one of those two. (laughs) (laughs) Because he is uh, being a pedant in a way that is actually kind of correct. Uh, somebody else also voted for Giannis, who also apparently small forward just doesn't exist anymore. Uh, well, also, I, I can see someone being right. like, That's "Well, why you're Will seven is one."
1: Is a small forward now?
2: <laughs> but
0: I can I can also see someone looking at those guys and being like, "You know what? He's seven one. Maybe I could consider him a 4. You know what I mean? Like with with
1: Durant and
0: uh, Giannis in particular. Uh, also, Giannis
2: is going to play four all season, right?
1: I think he's going to play a lot of five.
2: And last is center, which is sad. <laughs> They'd say Davis mostly, and Embiid, and, and then and then there's like a bunch of different answers. Is
0: there a right. Marc Gasol There is there? somebody
2: did vote for Marc Gasol. Uh, uh
0: Did anyone pick Big Al? Uh,
2: no, not Al Al Jefferson or Al Horford. I don't th-
0: well, every Allen is named Big Al eventually, but I meant Al Horford.
2: Uh, yes, somebody did pick Al Horford. Somebody picked uh, Jokic. Somebody oh, picked... did
1: Nurkic get a vote,
2: Corbin? <laughs> yeah, my vote. <laughs> so, so, but you know what? I I will say Nurkic didn't get a vote, but uh, but somebody voted for Andre Drummond, and I just want to say that is an insult to Yusuf Nurkic.
1: Andre Drummond's better than Yusuf Nurkic, Corbin.
2: fuck out of here. <laughs> I mean, he, that is yeah, just like, not like, true. He
0: he really is. Like, How like, so? For sure. How
2: is Andre Drummond better than Nurkic? Please fucking best, tell me.
0: He's the best rebounder in the NBA. No, he's not. Of...
2: He's a dude who can only rebound because it's the only thing he's fucking trying to do, cause he doesn't do because like he is shifting all of his attention to doing literally only that. He was Detroit. a better
1: passer last year than Nurkic for sure. Okay. Did Detroit
2: have a? Didn't Detroit have a
0: top ten defense last year? And he was the only they good did. defensive player on the whole team. <sighs> Get the fuck
3: out!
2: That didn't happen.
0: Just, sure. I'm just saying, man. Like, what? What is? What does Nurkic bring into the table? You know, well, though the Blazers this? had
2: an excellent defense last year. Trail RAF, 2017-18. <laughs> <laughs> The Blazers had, a, uh, well, they had the 8th best defense in the league last year. And they also have a bunch of dog shit. Eh, just on the guards. I mean, who's actually really fucking good. But Nurkic is a really good defender. I'm just saying. What?
1: Uh, I mean, sure. Uh, I guess he's... How many yeah. rebounds has... What's what's the most rebounds your, uh, uh, Nurkic has ever uh, averaged in a season, Corbin? I... Uh,
2: Let's check. I mean, I have to admit, uh, you know, rebounding is more of a team thing, but uh, maybe you guys need to get up with the latest snobbery. Uh, Total rebounds, uh, nine,
4: uh,
1: last Uh, year. uh, Andre Drummond has never averaged under, uh, well, okay, in full seasons, he's never averaged under 12.
2: How about this? How about this, though, motherfucker? Pardon my language. Mm -hmm. Uh, He uh, he, uh, Nurkic played 26 minutes a game.
0: Okay. Okay. I mean, so that's better that he sat half the game?
2: Well, no. It seems
0: like uh, if he was really an elite center, they'd want him out there more than 26 minutes a game, right?
2: I got to admit, I might have owned myself on that one.
1: Andre Drummond averaged 16 rebounds a game. Oh, Jesus Christ, that is last a lot of year
2: rebounds. But he, I, and that, you know how
1: many offensive rebounds? Five.
2: That is a lot of fucking offensive rebounds. <laughs> Five a game. <sighs> okay, all right. Well, see. I mean, I mean, yeah, because the Pistons missed a lot of shots. So
1: three assists, one and a half steals, one point. You know what, 6 You blocks, know what? This is actually really points. funny
2: to me. This conversation, I actually think it's funny. Uh, I'm not mad. It's it's hilarious, actually.
0: I mean, it's it's not. I'm I'm not even like dissing Nurkic. Just just Andre Drummond gets a lot of. For some reason, the internet turned on him like about 14 months ago. They turned on him before that. that. uh,
2: What's that? They turned on him before that. He has anchored some insanely heinous defenses.
1: According to Basketball Reference, his nickname is Big Penguin.
2: I've heard that before. Not me. He, it's because he looks like a big penguin. He does look like a big like, penguin. That's actually a good nickname.
1: How many all NBA teams? All NBA teams has a uh, Nurkic made. How the Corbin? fuck has Drummond made an all NBA team? He, 2015, 2016, baby. And how Come many? Come on, you, many have admit, Andre, you have to admit that. How many insane, years has right? Andre
0: Drummond? God, their uh, defense was pretty good. Quit on his team because someone passed him on the depth chart. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Even though that guy times? let him start ahead yeah. of him.
1: How many times has Andre Drummond been such a giant baby that the best player on the team was like, I'll come off the bench.
2: It's okay. Okay. Alright. Let's put that into some fucking context for a second. One, that worked. Nurkic got traded. <laughs> so... Sounds like he's a guy who knows what he wants and gets it, which good good quality in an athlete if you ask me. Two, you don't think on a certain level that says more about Jokic who is just like totally willing to get fucking run over by Nurk. Come on.
1: Uh, see, I think it says something good about Jokic. It's weird you think of it that way. Right. Where Jokic is like such a team guy. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, you can start." Yeah, Come on, this like, guy's
0: gonna play what twenty six minutes a game, man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay, but <laughs> I'll do whatever I can to make sure the team is happy. Is what Jokic did. Yeah, and it made his team blow. Hipper, those, yeah, but those
2: lineups also are why fucking his horrible. They're so sick. He should have fucking. He should have fucking stomped his foot down and been like, "No, I am Jokic." No, the, uh, you do what I say. I am the boss here, Jokic. I'm about to
0: turn 21. <laughs>
2: <laughs> bet, Nurkic wasn't that much older. Just... <laughs> just... All right, fine, whatever. Everyone's better than Nurkic. <laughs> <laughs> fucking happy fucking uh, uh who uh, what are some other centers in the NBA right now uh, uh the guy who's in John Wick he's better than Jokic uh or Jokic yeah Boban I mean
1: Boban's certainly uh more of a like tall tail than <laughs> Nerkic. <laughs> yeah fair. he's much
0: more likely to own like a an an a, a enormously large animal of an unusual color
2: <laughs> First off I think you're Underrating Nurkic's <laughs> abilities like in that. Fairy tale. No, just like no, just like he would own a weird uh, animal in a weird color. It's something he would do. Uh, and second, uh, okay, fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you think? Okay, well, I, let's go through this. Actually, let's ask Sean. Let's not argue with Corbin here. But okay. I'm going to the oh, sentence and Corbin let, is going to let, tell let me if he Corbin, Corbin crucify
2: than himself. That's what you're saying right now, right?
1: <laughs> All right, let's go. Uh, Corbin is Nurkic better than DeAndre Jordan. Fuck.
2: Uh... <sighs> Look, I'm just saying DeAndre has anchored some maybe not highly effective defense. I would say they are on par with each other.
0: Okay. Uh, I, I don't. I don't. I don't think that's the case. But okay.
1: Um. <laughs> All right, Sean. Now you name one.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, oh, I'll, I'll, here's, here's one to to give it a little more a little more chance here. Hassan Whiteside.
2: He is better than Hassan Whiteside.
1: I also think he's better. I agree than with Hassan that. Whiteside. Agree with that. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right,
0: Hassan Whiteside
2: uh, Jonas... is bad in so many ways.
1: <laughs> All right, Corbin Jonas Valanciunas.
2: Okay. Ooh. I would have to know what Toronto's defense was like last year. <laughs> I think they were number two in the league. I'll give it to Valanciunas. Well, that's
1: funny because I think they're about the same.
0: Oh, no, Valanciunas is better.
1: <laughs> Valanciunas
0: is good, dude. Like, he's... Like... <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, I like Valentunius. I just think that's like the level Nurkic is actually on, where it's like, yeah, he's a starting center on a pretty good team. All right, Al Horford,
0: Corbin. Actually, Toronto, Toronto and Portland had similar defenses. They were not too far away from each other last
2: year. Uh okay, then I'm then I'm willing to go. I'm willing to agree with Joey. I think Nurkic is maybe a little mm, Okay, I, something occurred to me about Nurkic. Okay.
0: He's definitely he's definitely <laughs> not better, but I could definitely see Nurkic. Like, Eunice would be a great... If if Nurkic develops into Jonas Eunice, that would be great for the Blazers.
2: <laughs> What's the next one? Horford? I, uh, Horford's uh, definitely better. I will give okay. the world Horford.
1: <laughs> uh, Clint Capella.
2: Horford has basically had like a oh. borderline Hall of Fame career, so I... <laughs>
0: Fine. Yeah, he, he really has actually. Now that you now that you said that out loud, I'm like, oh, he, yeah, for sure, he should be, he's going to make the Hall of Fame. Um, uh, uh, uh,
2: okay, um, Clint Capella though. That's this is what one. I think. This is what I think about Capella versus Nurkic. I think Nurkic is a better pure basketball player. I think that uh, Capella is basically the perfect role player, and so I'm I would have to go Capella, although. I suspect that if Nurkic was in a slightly different situation, no, but if the he was Capella was on the Blazers, the be uh, Okay. <laughs>
0: I don't think Nurkic <laughs> I was just gonna say Nurkic wouldn't be better on the Blazers, but then
4: Corbin started thinking about it too much and then... <laughs> I okay, um, this is what I'll
2: say. I think Capella probably wouldn't work in a Terry system because I think that uh Terry does a lot of uh flow shit and I think that Capella is a nail and not a hammer. Mm. And I, but I think I, he'd
1: set some pretty monster screens for Damian Lillard and he'd get open for threes a lot. Um,
0: what about. what? Okay, how about Robin Lopez?
2: Oh, uh, this one's actually very difficult. Okay, look. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Blazers letting Robin Lopez go was a colossal fucking mistake.
0: Uh huh. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> also, the Pelicans letting him go was was, was yeah, actually, Everybody who's let Robin Lopez mistake. go has uh,
2: regretted it. Uh, uh, L- Lopez has had a better career, but Nurkic is younger, and that has value.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I think Nurkic definitely has the potential to become a lot better than Robin Lopez, but, but... he's not better now. <laughs> Robin, well Robin Lopez has it like his floor, his career has an extremely high floor, I would say. He
2: was excellent on the Blazers, it should be noted too. Like Yeah. He's yeah. good he's still a good player. Yeah.
1: Okay, Corbin. Enos Cantor.
2: I <laughs> Nurkic is better. I refuse to I refuse to humor this one. Nurkic is what,
1: a, what about
0: like in terms of uh Oppos- weird, oppo- insane loyalty <laughs>
2: to <laughs> Okay,
0: uh... Loyalty to teammates in opposition to his home country. <laughs>
2: okay, I will say that Canner's Kanter's uh, stances on, uh... Er, er, I forget his name right now. Erdogan. Thank you. Erdogan. Erdogan no. f- f- screw you, I was sitting here trying to remember <laughs> how to not say the G in it. <laughs> uh... Are really admirable. And, uh... And I'm glad that he's in the NBA, but also he is a... Really crappy defender who never dunks.
0: Mm-hmm. That was Nurkic also never dunks, said, which is that, annoying.
2: That, but
0: when you said, when you said that Cantor never dunks, that made me so sad about him. It's like that. That's like the perfect impo- impo- like like a guy like at this Cantor that doesn't dunk. You're like, oh, what are you doing? That Where is also don't... a thing with
2: Nurkic <laughs> a little bit too. But I think he's starting to get over that. Like like dudes who like dudes who sort of toss in hooks when they should just meet it up. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, Nurk- Nurkic has more than a little bit of that in him. But Nurkic is a very good defensive player, and Enos Kanter is a notably bad defensive player. Mm-hmm. At a high level, defensive Cantor's a
1: Kanter no- is a very good offensive player.
2: Yeah, but Nurkic but uh, but but at something that's not useful much anymore. <sighs>
1: He's another guy who's a much better rebounder than Nurkic. I
2: think, and I think that I, I true, I'm, I'm a, I'm a team rebounding sure. zealot. I will say. Uh,
1: yeah, except when it comes to offensive rebounds, I would you say. Know that's can fair. You
2: know what? You know what? You know why I'm a team rebounding zealot too? It's actually because of Lopez. Because Lopez, uh, Robin, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Robin Lopez was notably amazing at boxing out. Uh, without, mm-hmm. without, uh, without m- making it his priority to get his hands on the ball, I think that okay. I think that Robin Lopez is a better rebounding player than. I guess saying Drummond would be a little extreme, but let's say, the type of player that Drummond is,
0: like Russell Westbrook, he's a better rebounder yes, than Russell Westbrook. Yes, he is Lesber, certainly a better rebounder than Russell Westbrook.
2: Yes, because because Lopez creates space for everybody else to get rebounds without like giving a shit if the ball gets out of his hands or not. And I think that, yeah. And I think that this is someone who watched
1: David Lee for years. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes,
2: of course. Uh, Uh,
1: David Lee, who would fight his own teammates for free throw rebounds. Mr. Double, double
2: (laughs) boy. I, I'm really glad David Lee isn't on your guys' team anymore, guys.
1: Yeah, me too.
2: Um, is he who is the most loathsome warrior of all time?
1: Stockbroker
0: somehow.
2: (laughs) Who is the most loathsome warrior of all time?
0: Ooh. Um I mean, it's like like historically, I think it's Joe Barry Carroll.
1: Uh in your guys. He's before our
0: time. Yeah.
1: Um Uh, it was Mike Dunleavy Jr. for me. (laughs) Uh, I talked about it extensively on the podcast this week.
2: Yeah, I recall. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um
1: Yeah, that's I also really Corey Maggette. Like yeah, Maggette also Derek McGgetty. Fisher too. Ooh, yeah, that Derek Fisher thing. The Derek the Fisher, Derek Fisher was, Warrior era was really bad. Yeah, that was some he was hideous
2: just all, shit, dude. Yeah, but Derek totally Fisher
0: like might year, be right? the most
2: loathsome NBA player of all time. mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think I
0: think that's a real possibility.
2: Also, that he's like
0: cheated not, the union too. That's like <laughs> most players can't. Like like it's impossible to take advantage of every other player in the league that's your union brother, but Derek Fisher took that opportunity and like wasn't that like some kind of like corrupt deal with him and Billy Hunter where they were all skimming money off the top and like giving their relatives jobs and stuff.
1: Uh yeah, that sounds right.
0: Uh
2: yeah. Uh I thought we were not going to go for two hours but here we are
0: yeah. um, I probably need to wrap up actually Yeah, cause, cause yeah in it. part
2: because she, Keen is up to something right now so uh, yeah uh, whatever if you listen to all this you probably already fucking listen to Round Ball Rock but you should <laughs> I, w- I want to specifically right now um, compliment they're doing a dunked on parody right now that is my favorite shit it is so good Thanks,
0: Uh, Really, Thanks, man. It is really weird. It's (laughs) definitely the weirdest thing we've done. It's like what I thought I was going to be doing on the podcast when we first started. (laughs) Because I thought it was going to be more... I don't know what I thought. It's like a parody
2: of a a thing that 2,000 people know about. I guess Mm -hmm. it's probably more than that. Maybe like 10,000 people know about. But it is such a perfect parody of that thing. (laughs) <laughs> that it is that it's breathtaking honestly
1: thanks corpse and we've tried to make it more recently i would say uh if you're not a dunked on listener we're trying to make it still fun yeah, yes, so I they, think yes they have
2: been adding yeah. more joke jokes to it too I think. <laughs> but uh yeah uh so anyway thanks for joining me guys i i'm I think this is gonna go up on the round ball rock feed I'm gonna remember to send you the file this time um, for sure Okay, great. Yeah, Uh, perfect. uh, And uh, hey, everybody have a wonderful day.